welcome to the Bookies Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of my Bookies Podcast. I want to say thank you for staying tuned, although I'm not such a good person for doing it regularly, so I want to say sorry for that, but I'm not really that sorry, so yeah. Today's episode is um, inspired by... And I decided to record it. Actually, I already recorded, I think, third times since the last three months. And I decided to put it down because I don't think this episode might be super interesting. You know, sometimes if you notice every episode that I have, I tend to have kind of like discussions like yes or no, a bit of controversial thing. Although that's not really controversial, it's just yeah but today's episode i decided to do it right away just wing it because i've been contemplating should i do it or not and recording it over and over again so i said yeah let's do it so today's episode is reading reference and evolutions of mine so what is reading reference actually for a simple term it's just like your taste and Today, uh, instead of giving you um, some, you know, like I said, controversial theme, I just want to lay down and just talking about me and my reference. So I divided a reading reference into two. First is by the genre and the second is by the format. So yeah. And before I gonna talk about that, I will talk about my evolutions of this reading reference and some opinions, maybe the one that people don't really like or something like that. So my reading reference and how it grows up, it's more like evolution because it's slow, not just like flip back and something like that. In few episodes before, I think I already talked about how I become a reader and uh, the backstory of my reading. Like, I live in a small town and I don't have bookstore in that town. So I got to travel to another bigger city which take about 9 hours by road. And we don't have any other transportations except by road. No planes at that time. So if you want to go and grab a book, you might want to have it once you have a holiday long enough to go back and forth to there and that's how i become a reader sometimes i just got it from my friend who their family living in the other city so when they get back home for holiday or something they bring up a book and they will lend it to me and the first book was the harry potter and the goblet of fire and i've read the whole series except the three books before the goblet of fire so yeah you can judge me but yeah up until now i have read it i do have them now in my shelf but yeah i don't know i keep postponing to read them probably because it's like a long time ago and i'm not ready to read all over again because i know once i start the first book i'm gonna reread the other which is the fifth the sixth and the seventh book at all and harry potter series is long series so i'm not mentally ready for that anyway after reading the harry potter which is the first book that i read i read a lot of uh teen lit which is the term for indonesian people for teen literature which is well actually in 
easy way you can say it's um contemporary books so most of them obviously are from uh, indonesian authors so the story is mostly general circling in high school theme uh, first love story the boy next door story the charming prince kind of thing and you got the point right and after that i moved to the bigger city and that bigger city when i go to college i read kind of like absorbing everything like the book for self-improvement like the chicken soup the famous one and then i got some max Kamal or something i don't remember the writer god i'm so stupid and about religious things like the theory of this and that because my mother is such a reader i turns out have the reader genes because of her and she loved to read a book uh we discovered it because she got sick at that time and she can't go outside a lot so she bought books and she collect a lot of them mostly it's more in religion sites but it's more like dark magic side thingy from the reference that wrote about that magic is real and what happened to people in indonesia actually because that reference that pastor used to be one of them and talking about that and i think that's how i get my favorite gene from my mom i think i like fantasy because of that i don't know after that religious-ish book reference i read a lot of fantasy i read jonathan stroud's bartholomew's trilogy at that time i've talked about it before And then I also got introduced to historical genre uh, by my workmates at that time. She's older than me, like three years, and she also write to read. But um, she introduced me about this reading book. It's it's more like historical fantasy with you know kind of erotic side. You know they have a scene, but not that too explicit with Uye or something. I don't know. I'm so rambling right now. Sorry, but. That happens, and I read some of them. I read like Julia Quinn, and I get romance also reading romance like Sydney Seldon kind of vibe. But after that, I kind of like okay, if explored it enough, I don't know. Then I got stopped, and then I go with paranormal fantasy, which is Twilight, that make me back into reader. That's when I start collecting a lot of books. I read a lot in ebooks actually at that time because at that time I'm just a college girl, so I don't have a lot of money. And um, I read Twilight. I read the House of Night series. I haven't really finished that one. I just discovered that it has several books that I haven't read until now. So I'm probably gonna put that book on my schedule to finish and also vampire academy so most of them are the books that um vampire is related you know and i've read a lot of that when i start reading twilight that was the point when i start reading english book and i remember how i struggled a lot while reading twilight because All of them were like in past tense, and I don't really have a lot of past tense vocabulary in my mind. So I do made my own past tense dictionary, and that was kind of like memorable for me up until now. 
And after that, I start reading a lot of contemporary again because I think at that side, romance is still my vibe. You know, I read the Ruby series by E. Lockhart, and I really like her writing style, how witty she is. I really like um sarcastic talk sentence meant whatever they call it and. I also got that by the Mardimus Trilogy, so that's why I really like sarcasm a lot. I think, and after that, I start reading dystopian and back time. And I think it's two thousand and seventeen. Dystopian genre is such a hype. I oh, know, two thousand and sixteen. I think that's probably around that time. Dystopian becomes such a hype. I read Legend series. I read the Hunger Games series. And also the Maze Runner series, apparently being made into the movie, so I've read it. But I haven't really read the Maze series back at the time, but I read the Legend and Hunger Games, which is I probably can still make the list of my top ten read. I think, and then I start introduce with sci-fi books, which is uh the Thousand Pieces of You, by. Claudia Gray and at that time I think like click and oh this genre is amazing I really like how it works like when you read a sentence you have to like think and I can hear my gear in my mind is working you know while I try to make every piece together or something like that but I remember Nia Love's book uh, I think I've mentioned her before in my podcast but yeah I remember she said that some of her friends doesn't really like this book and that's when I start to know that my kind of genre is not really you know hype with the others you know they don't really like my genre I mean like they don't really like the books that I like so I kind of like think I'm mm, okay maybe I'm just special I mean like my reference is just not as uh same as mostly people will read and something like that and i got also introduced to sci-fi the other books that i read is the interword by neil gaiman i still haven't finished the second and the third book i do have the third book in myself and i'm probably gonna have to collect them all again and reread them again because that's probably the most interesting book that i've read at that time Like I said, that's probably why I really like sci-fi. Although, as you can see in my bookstagram account, I don't really read a lot of sci-fi so far. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. I read also mental illness book. I read The Perks of Being Wallflower mostly because I watched the movie first, and then I kind of like intrigued by the book, and then that's how I started. I think we can call it as I watched the movie first, and then I interested to the book. The first book was The Wallflower, The Perks of Being Wallflower. I mean, and then the second book is the series of How to Train Your Dragon, which is completely different from the book with the movie if you compare it's completely different it's only they just have the same characters except for Astrid and Totalus is definitely not as they describe it in the book if you compare it to the movie and yeah the other one I got also start with LGBT content like Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe and also Will Grayson Will Grayson 
I can say that I start with Grayson with Grayson because of John Green and I start John Green because I read the fault in our stars and I start reading the fault in our stars because I watched the movie first so we can categorize it it's when the era when I watched a lot of movie and I got interested to the book and that's why I watch it and I go with also dark fantasy I read The Child Thief at the time and I kind of like it I remember how thick that book and <laughs> even Nia asked me what's that is that a pillow <laughs> Because that's super thick and I really like it and I try kind of like liking the introductions of the world which the character have their grey moral. Like you can completely understand why they doing that but in the other side they can be count as that's a wrong thing to do kind of thing, you know. Um then I move on to urban fantasy which is TMI, uh, The Mortal Instrument by Cassandra Clare. At that time, I don't really understand the concept and I kind of like put it down. Okay, I don't understand. I put it. That goes the same when I start reading The Mass Runner because Mass Runner is super complete with the languages. It's so distracting at that time. So I put it down back then. I also read The Thousand Floor. I can categorize it's urban fantasy or sci-fi or contemporary because it's really hard it's set in the future world but mostly the talk about the story is more like contemporary romance story but yeah so yeah you got a point it's really hard to categorize which genre this book is and next one i go with fantasy with elemental things in the book i've read young alex at that time which is i was expected to be as same as legend which is dystopian but i got like different and i kind of like questioning what is this and kind of like a bit disappointed by that time i think i already talked about it though too and also read the red queen and i also a bit disappointed when i finished the book But truly, guys, the lesson that I got from this, you can't judge the whole series just because you don't like the first book. Because obviously, I gotta say, I really like the young edits when I start reading the second book and the third book. And I really like the Red Queen series after I read the King Cage and the others. And yeah, so yeah, don't judge the series by the first book. Up until now, I still like that. So I tend to give every series a second chances. Like if I don't really like the first book, I'm gonna try the second one. Let's see how it goes. I think the book that being like that to me is TMI because I don't really like the first book. The second book is mm, okay, and the third book I really like it. After Elemental series, I go back with Mental Illness again. So the first one I read. Mental illness was the perks of being wallflower and um, it's kind of a funny story and I don't really like it's kind of a funny story at that time and then I gave a second chance to mental illness genre with under the rules, tense sky, everything, everything and I gotta say I kind of like it and like I said I tend to give a second chance of everything that I really like 
the first time probably because I always give the second chance for every genre that I read because probably I'm not being adapted to the whole concept of it first so I give it a second chance if that second chance doesn't really work then I'll just go past it that also happened with this at first time I just like I don't understand this mental illness thing it's dragging me I'm feeling like negativity all around me and I kind of like this probably not gonna be my favorite genre but I gave it a second chance and I kind of like well it's not that negative it's not that bad it's just like maybe just not used to it that also happened with LGBT content we in the book when I read Will Grayson with Grayson and Aristotle and Dante discovered the secret of the universe that book when I first read I was like okay that's what Hmm, okay, I will finish this book and I will unhaul it. And I did unhaul it. And that book become like, everybody like asking me, Oh, you unhaul it? Please give it to me and give it to me. I'm kind of like, why everybody liking it? And don't understand. I read Will Grayson and Will Grayson and I don't really like it. But I read Red Queen, which is included LGBT content and I'm okay with it. And then I read the... Ramble Roll Carry On which is also included LGBT content and I'm fine with it and then Call Me By Your Name which is I'm super down to it I mean if you're my friend in my bookstagram you probably already know when I read uh, Call Me By Your Name and then what's the second book of that? I don't even remember god I'm so stupid Find Me yeah the book is called Find Me Everyone I'm so stupid sorry so I watched the movie first and then I read the book and I fall in love with the characters I read the sequel which is Find Me and I fall in love with that too so I gotta say again if you don't really like it the first time try it for the second time probably just you're not adapt to the series first and that's what happened with me and I go with uh, middle grade books for like Rick Riordan books, Percy Jackson's, and I really like the book. I think middle grade is probably the most enjoyable genre that I read because it's easy to understand and you know it's a light read. Well, I can't say it's rightly light read for Rick Riordan books because yeah, it's not that light. But I really like his works. I don't know. That's probably why I really like middle grade um, stuff. And I go read the dark fantasy a second time, which is I read the Three Dark Crowns series. I kind of liking it. And I read Elemental Fantasy for second time again, which is Shadow and Bone series. And I fell in love with Shadow and Bone series a lot. If you ask me, well, Shadow and Bone is not good enough. So just skip it. Just go straight with Six of Crows by Lee Berdugo or something. But I can't do it because I have this OCD, right? So I have to go with Sequence. And I read it. And I fall in love with it. Even if you ask me which one is better, I would say I like Shadow and Bone series a lot more than Six of Crows. Sorry, friends. I don't hate Six of Crows. They have this PTSD um, in the book. Which is, I think, it's really cool. But I really like the concept of elemental thingy in Shadow and Bone series. And I really like it. Plus, they have such a charming man called Darkling. Which is, I don't really want to spoil you. But yeah. (laughs) 
And then I gave a second chance for urban fantasy. That's why I reread TMI. And I start with TID, which is, I kind of regret it. But yeah. But no, it's okay. Still not that bad. If I read TID and I like it, and then I read TMI. The struggle is real, but I really like it also. And now I tend to read a lot of series that I've been started that I haven't finished. Like, I finished the study series by Maria V. Snyder. I'm currently reading at that. And then I'm trying to catching up with um, the series that super hype, but I haven't read like A Darker Shade of Magic series, which is I have finished it and I really like it. Um, No wonder V. Swaps is such a famous author because I like her writing style I really like the concept of the word although it's called London sometimes with like I said with urban fantasy where they have like they got a set in a real world like us and then they have magic in it my mind just can't really relate but with this director shed of magic thing it's just click everything Probably because the Grey London, which is the word that actually bears on our world, just like our world, no magic and stuff. And I think I can call it this book as epic fantasy because she included her own languages and the set of each world is different and I think it's kind of cool. And now, what I want to read now, I think... Like I said, in conclusion, I explored a lot of genre already. Tell me which genre I haven't read. Horror, I've read it. I've read Dracula by Bram Stoker. Although I swear to myself, I will not read a horror. But yeah, it's surprisingly not really that horror, I think. I tried reading uh, classics. I failed twice, actually. <laughs> I read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird at that time, but I don't really understand. Probably because my English is bad. And I tried uh, something with Oliver Twist or something. Gulliver. Something like that. But I haven't really, yeah. But yeah, I, I will try it soon. Like general fictions stuff. I have them in myself i really want in the future i read a lot more sci-fi illuminate files that famous one by jake christopher and amy Kaufman. i haven't read them so yeah i really want to explore a lot of things anyway that's what i want but overall after all that my journey of reading i think my favorite genre is fantasy Dark fantasy is okay, epic fantasy is okay, urban fantasy, mm, probably not really, but yeah, I'm still trying to get it. Um, sci-fi is my jam, but I don't really have much sci-fi books at this time, so yeah. I stopped reading Indonesian translated books, so episodes and 17, and I start collecting a lot of imported books which is books in english since 2015 and i stopped collecting contemporary books in 2018 but i still bought of them some but mostly i bought a lot of fantasy right now so that's my reading evolutions everybody i gotta say how is your reference and how you get that and being an ocd like me 
like I said, I can't start a series that I haven't finished because I just hate waiting for the next book for another year because I'm just have the anxiety when I finish the book but with cliffhanging and I really need to finish this series and that's why I mostly binge read every series so I can't really start if they series still ongoing the downside is just because I'm OCD and like I always late to the game you know everybody when the book is released like oh you know i've read this one and this is so cool i really like it and you should read this too and i was like yeah i will like three years later <laughs> because the book usually like consists of three books and they will release it each year so it's about three years so i always late in the game when i'm so hyped you know i just finished this book and this one, yeah we already passed that trend kind of thing but it's not like you read because of the hype. I do like the hype sometimes. It's just, well, observations. So if most of people like it, so it's probably like 70% that book is good to read. Although I'm not giving it as a guideline, you know. So the idea of this reading reference, like, how do you get to choose your next read? Why and how? Because first, because... I don't like spoilers, I don't read synopsis, so I go with the cover first and how uh, the response in, in internet, like do my friends post about this book because if they kind of like my friends mainly talk about it, so 70% of this book is worth to read, but obviously I honestly am not a person that judge book like super harshly you know if i don't really like it i don't say i hate it you don't have to read it i don't want you to read it and something like that i'm probably gonna say mm, yeah it's normal it's okay to me kind of person so i'm not a picky reader so as you can see if you can make conclusion by my historical reading evolutions it's just like i completely absorb everything every genre and i try it even if I don't really like, oh, I don't really get it. I give them a second chance just to see it's either it's me that can be adapt to the some circumstances in the book or it's that really a bad book. Even if I don't really like the book, I won't rate it below 3. If I don't really like it, I'm probably just going to give it a 3. Because I think every book worth a stars. Stars because they obviously come from hours and hours of the other by words writing them and so yeah anyway so that's probably why you don't want my references for every books that are like some people just ask me do you like this book well i like it mostly i will say i like it if i don't really like it i will say uh, it's okay um i don't really like this part but a part of that i really like it sometimes when i just like I don't really like it. I mean, like, some scenes just doesn't make sense to me. But I try to be in the other's shoes, you know? Like, what make them decided to make it? So, it's kind of, like, understandable for me. So, that's probably why I never have this hate, super hate feeling about the book. Because I try to understand why this other made these decisions to write this scene. And 
after I kind of like, okay, that's understandable. Although it's not my liking scene, but yeah, it's okay. That will do something like that. And I talked this too with Fun Fun. If you are my friend, you probably know her too. In my bookstagram, you can follow her. She's a cool person. <laughs> and we talk about it because some of the even this now we talk about a lot of books that being in discount and a lot of people buy it and how do you get reference some people with like famous account like everybody now that's bookstagram account will read this book um i don't like it this book is not worth it or i dnf this book and most of the followers will say oh you didn't have it so i won't have to read it i understand some people will like i don't have every time in the world to read a book that was not worth reading but for me because i have the ocd i can't dnf a book so every book that i have start i will finish no matter how long it takes but i will finish them because i can't just put it down unfinished so i don't understand the concept of dnfing a book i don't say if you dnf is you are a bad person because everybody have their taste and everybody have their ways to read but i say i can't dnf a book so if i don't really like it i either gonna put it down first and read my liking books and then i go back to that book or I will just suffer through all of the book because I just have to finish no matter what. But if people said I don't like it, it doesn't mean that I will put it out of my reading list, you know. I'm not a kind of person that reading a book by other people's reference. If some people will like it and I will say, okay, they like it, I will see how I like it or not. If some people don't like it, I will say, hmm, they don't like it. I will see if I like it or not. I think kind of like the anti-mainstream type of person, I think. When people don't really like it, it just make me more curious about this book, how I would respond for this book. I really want to read it and see how it goes. Am I the one with the most people vote for? Like, this book is not worth reading, so don't read it. Or am I the, you know, like 3% of people who like the book? And either side of the result of this book, for example, I read a book titled A. Most people like say, I don't like this A. I give it one stars. Or I don't like this book. I DNF it. And I start reading it, right? Because everybody said it's not good. Or this book have split opinion. I will start reading it and I will see how it goes if i don't really like it just like most people do well that's mean i'm i'm still in normal people taste so that's good news right and if i'm in the type of person that liking it although a lot of people don't like it i will think like well i do have a unique taste so i don't really mind i'm being the anti mainstream group so which result it is i don't really mind so yeah anybody reference doesn't really matter to my reading taste i mean to be frontal words if that makes sense i don't give a people or a person right to have lead me for 
what should I read and what I shouldn't read by day reference. Like, I don't take one person like, oh, this one is famous. They are famous in Instagram, the most famous bookstagrammers, and they said this book is not good, so I'm not going to read it. I'm not that kind of person. If I know like, oh, this book is famous, and this bookstagram account said I don't really like it, I was just like, okay, uh, they don't like it. I'll see once I read it whether I like it or not. Kind of person, like, you, you know what I mean, right? You know, I don't like easily sway by anybody's uh, reading reference but I don't know maybe some people will do like uh, this account have a similar taste with me so if they don't like it I probably gonna skip this book kind of vibe it's totally fine it's just I'm just saying if it were me so no offense guys <laughs> I hope it's not really I don't know if it sounds like really offensive or something but yeah it doesn't mean really but again a reading reference like i said it's by genre whether what's genre do you like or how you decide this book is your next read or like is it like by most of people say this book is good so you want to read it or do you like me like you judge it by its cover but also, reading reference can be also differentiated by the format of the book. So, this has been the most common subject to be told in podcasts. I've been avoiding to talk about this. Whether you like it paperback or hardback, ebook or audiobook. Because it's just too common. But because we're talking about reading reference, which por- format are you referring the most? I would say, again, because I am a collector, I tend to have a physical books. So, ebook or physical books? I would say it depends on my needs. I am kind of... Again, I like to collect, so I mostly prefer physical books. First, because you can touch it. Second, because you can smell it. Third, because you can feel it. I don't know if I'm being a perfect bookish perfect or something, but I like to like feel the smooth of the covers, the embossing, see the spot, look at the edges, look at the cover, look at the naked cover. Well, okay, so you choose the physical. So which physical you like? Do you like hardcover or do you like paperback cover? I would say that also depends well for sturdy one i definitely gonna pick hardcover because it's definitely sturdy not easy like the spine is not easily cracked because again i have this ocd i really don't like when the book spine is kind of like cracked and something i just hate it so when i read my paperback i tend to read and open it like 45 degrees maximum because i don't want to break it especially if it's a mass paperback and that's a small book something like that the book with not a flappy pages one that's probably the hardest one but some of people just like i don't care i want to enjoy my reading so i will just read it open it as much as i can and if the spine is break well it's okay but for me i really want to have um a sturdy one with perfect condition spine so that's how i did it so 
I think yeah in terms of uh, reading convenience I will say it hardcover but also hardcover is heavy so can't really read a long time but I read with my book on my bed so I don't really feel the heaviness you know because I put it in my bed and I read it while I'm laying down or I'm on my belly or something so that weight doesn't really matter to me and when the time you, i pick the ebook one ebook is always for me for if you go traveling it's really handy plus my kobo which is my e-reader is really light even lighter than book usually and that's really handy and um it's prettier to be photographed in bookstagram if you have it your ebook in your e-reader rather than in your phone obviously and that's how I like it and in ebooks especially I don't know if it also included in Kindle I'm talking about brand right now <laughs> but yeah I'm using Kobo reader so in the Kobo I have this if you find a word that you don't understand you just can't tap it and then the dictionary pop up and will explain what is this word meaning which is i find it really handy and in comparison in hard copy book if you want to you know take a note of some sentence that you think oh this is a good quote you just can like highlight it in your ebook and i don't really like to break my physical book so i don't have this you know if you find the quote you will like highlight it with your highlighter kind of things or you put annotations kind of things i really hate that i don't understand why people do it because it obviously ruins the purity of the book but yeah i understand if you do that i don't judge you because i don't i'm not a judgy person but but yeah so again if you are in ebook in e-reader it's really handy to just highlight the quotes and especially when i now i'm doing this for my blog and when i read in e-reader i kind of like really super helped by the scene that i really want to find so i can like recreate it in my blog and talk about it i mean in digital format it's definitely handy for me i can see the quotes that i really want to include it there because i already highlighted in my reader and if you have read in physical copy you have to like to turn the pages back to the scene you have to remember which one is the quote is after or before this scene kind of thing but if you are in digital format you just can search the word and they will find it for you and that's really handy and how about audiobooks so do you think audiobooks also count as reading some people just don't say hmm, you're listening to a book it doesn't count as reading i gotta say you count it as a reading because what if a person that cannot see but they want to read a book audiobook definitely help them right because not every book was just transcribed to you know for people that can't see you know the book with i don't know what how to call it because my english is super bad but you know the book with embossing something for blind people just to read them by touching the book so i can say not every book have that especially fantasy books are amazing so if you made the audiobook so 
the blind people can still read them although they can't see the book which is really grateful thing by the technology by now i think that's really perfect especially i really like audiobook when i do something else like when i clean my room when i do laundry when i cook when i'm driving which is pretty handy and when i'm working although it's not really <laughs> recommended to you but when i do working i put my headset on and i will listen to the audiobook that's also come handy although it's not recommended again i said and yeah i said audiobook is also handy and when you cannot sleep that's definitely handy well if you compare it with reading a book when you know that time when you really want to sleep but you just fully awake but you try to sleep by already turning it off the lamp and if you're listening to the audiobook it's really handy then you want to back to reading with physical books turn the light on kind of a thing it's definitely not handy and you probably still awake by reading it you know so audiobook is still handy for me but if you ask me my references mostly i would say i like uh physical books not because well audiobook is cheaper and digital book also cheaper ebook is cheaper than the physical sometimes mostly but with physical i think i gain more and i remember more definitely i remember a lot while i reading a physical book than i read the ebook but otherwise it's not that big differences you know so yeah that's like i said which format do you like do you like hardcover paperback do you like ebook do you like audiobook i think it's best on what you need i like ebook when i read novellas i like your ebook when i can't find the physical book anymore the one with the cover that i want anymore so rather than being having a mismatched cover i prefer don't have it in my shelf so if i want to read it i read it in my ebook so it doesn't really annoys me when i see it myself and i like the one is the mismatch one and i really hate it kind of feeling you know so yeah that's my episode for today please tell me which reference do you like which genre how you pick your next book and what is your favorite format next sections book nerd updates Okay, so for today's update, so like I said from the beginning of this podcast, this would be uh, more about me and today I for my updates, I want to talk about my blog. I talked about it before, like I made a blog, it's called Ditchen Writes 2 and you can visit it in ditchenwrites2.blogspot.com or the link in my Instagram bio, so just check it out if you're interested. So I started the end of June and it's already October right now so it's about almost 4 month and from the start I always post twice a week constantly and this month I decided I will just post once a week the reason is not because I am losing my you know my vibe to writing or something but because i want to back to the idea why i made this blog 
So some of you might questioning D why you make a lot of content like you have a bookstagram you do have book talk episode in your Instagram account which is you haven't post for like months already for now yeah seriously guys I'm trying to post videos about that but I haven't because I'm lazy and then you do have a podcast and then you made a blog again which which side are you on are you a video related or are you a podcaster or are you a writer well i gotta say i'm kind of everything i like everything i mean like what is the differences why should i do this first because i have this ocd right i like to do everything by the rights of the things like um maybe it's hard to explain but bookstagrams is for pictures right so you post a pictures of books so i use bookstagram to post about uh, pictures of the books that i've read uh pictures with the book that i've recently finished or what i've been buying well everything more related about visuals right and then podcast i did podcast because i like to talk about book and you definitely can't spam your bookstagram friends by talking about books in long super long story right so i decided okay i want to talk and i made a podcast so that's how i start this podcast and then why suddenly make a blog this happened because i talked about this before because i need a media to talk about the books that i've read Indeably. Well, in bookstagram, sometimes, in my opinion, I follow a people because I really like how they works on their photography, how the book, they set the book, the background and everything, the theme, because it's eye-pleasing. But I don't usually read their captions because I don't want to spoil just in case they are reviewing the book. So, because I don't like spoilers and I don't want to spoil everyone, I rarely give any spoilers in my um, Instagram post. Mostly, I read it, I gave it, I will state a statement how much star I gave for this book, which I like, which I don't like. But I never say anything about the plot. That's somehow frustrating for me because I need a media to talk about the plot. And I don't want to spoiler anyone just in case you haven't read it. But you follow me already. But if you don't read my captions, that means you already see my pictures, right? But somehow, some of people read my captions and things get complicated if I don't want to spoil you. So I decided to make a blog about the book that I've read because I don't want to spoil you guys. Because me personally don't really like to read captions of people's in their bookstagram post. Just in case they included spoilers. So I decided, okay, I need this media to talk about this book freely without, you know, afraid spoiling everyone. Because obviously if they read my blog, that means they are ready to get spoiled. So that's why I wrote this uh, blog. And... Back to that idea, I want to write the blog because I want to, not because I have to. Um, yeah, that's what happened. I'm not saying that I'm sad because of not everyone reading my reviews, which is understandable. My blog got boom because I post about Timothy Chalamet made me read. Well, 
if you know my blog i have a lot of cherries i got timothy chalamet made me read which is the book that i've read because timothy chalamet <laughs> and then a uh, book to movie comparison i have so i read hype books like i said in the first section of this podcast i tend to read hype books right now lately and i made the series of it in my blog to see whether it's worth the hype or leave it up my expectation for this book because it's so hype or not and then i got a lot of series so if you want and curious just check it out and then i also have book recommendation like i said before just in case you're bored with just review so that's what i did but i came to think that i don't have to make it every week just to please everyone but i want to make it back to the center of the idea why i start doing it Well, I think I'm going circle about this one, but you got the idea, right? So I decided to make it once a week because I want to solely focus about the review, but doesn't cross the recommendations and book tag and everything that's really fun to read for you in the future. I just like I probably gonna post twice a week, but because of that, maybe I have some recommendation that I want to recommend to you or some book that fun enough for me for to share to you or something like that in my blog but i definitely gonna post it's week once but twice if i have another content to share but i'm not going to push myself to do that just for make it constantly post twice a week and like that i will do it just if i want to so i hope you get my point right so yeah if you ask me again why you make all of this why you make bookstagram you already have booktalk account why are you going to do a book youtube or something being a booktuber or something the answer for now is no but it doesn't mean that i won't do it in the future but for me i don't want to do it now and for youtube video i don't really get the concept why i should do it because everything about book i still can just post it in bookstagram if i want to in video wise visual version and if you want to talk about more i can do it in podcast and if i want to talk deeply 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 about the book i can do it in my blog so i just haven't find the perks of doing booktube yet so yeah that's why <laughs> anyway that's for today it's already long enough it's probably gonna be the most long episode of my uh, podcast and <laughs> that's all about me i'm sorry maybe i'm just more like narcissistic or ever but yeah Thank you for staying tuned and listening to until the end. I appreciate every second of it. You can reach me out in my Instagram account at dchenreads or you can email me or you can leave the comment below and um, talk about anything that you think you related to me or what's your book reference and stuff and what do you think about it. Um, yeah. I'll see you soon in the next episode. I can't guarantee you when. <laughs> But I hope it's sooner than you hope for. So yeah, I see you next episode and bye-bye.